I know. Let's take this up to Ray's temple as a peace offering. Mm -hmm. This is inspired. If there's one thing Ray can't resist, it's anything chocolate. <laughs> oh, I may not even have to apologize. Serena, your mom brought those in specially for us. Aren't you always telling me discipline builds character? Hey, wait. <laughs> give me one more. I had to go and open my big mouth. I want those cupcakes all for me. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a guest to watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love this show so much. And we have another very fun episode for you today, both of Sailor Moon and of this show. Uh, we have a guest rejoining us from last week. Katie Donnelly is back. Hi, Katie. Hello. How are you this this uh, afternoon? I am excellent. I'm a little bit hungry. I'm a little bit hungry too. Like I had a I had a peanut butter sandwich uh, when I woke up, so I am I am starting to to feel the oh, feel the, the urge for some lunch. I could really go for some Hayashi rice. I <laughs> if, if only yes. I knew anyone who could come over and cook me Hayashi rice. And How about you should some... just hang around middle schools. <laughs> I've got some really tasty daifuku. Oh, that's right. We're going to get a lot of tasty daifuku this week. This week, we're going to be watching Grandpa Loses Control, Ray in Danger. This is episode 30 of Sailor Moon. So we are, we are, we're going right to it. This should be the, uh, this should be the eye in the Roy G. Biv. Yeah, this is uh, the eye in the Roy G. Biv. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're really getting through it. We only have 170 episodes left. <laughs> How, but how many more do we have of just Sailor Moon before we get to Sailor Moon? Oh, of Sailor Moon, just Sailor Moon? Uh, I don't know. What is it? 40 something? 40, 42? Uh, I'd have to look. Let me see. It's, it's quite a few. It is quite a few. There's 46. You have 16 more. All right. Yeah, so see, we're, we're, we're booking right through. We are. So uh, Katie, if you uh, missed last week's episode, go check that out. Katie talks about her history with Sailor Moon. She also talks a little bit about the Katie Monster Omnibus, which is a collection of mini comics that Katie has done, all of which I own. I already already own all of these mini comics but if you don't you should definitely uh look for them uh at a convention or uh just uh, get in touch with katie on uh at katie monster on twitter is that are you selling them online at all yes i am actually. okay good because i just told people you were yeah no i had to think about it because i wasn't but now i am excellent yep mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. since we covered all that last week i think this week we're just going to go for some listener questions yes it is time for me to jump into our twitter and give us questions there's actually a ton and in addition to listener questions, we've gotten a bunch, a bunch of great uh, art has come in, uh, b- both some of it uh, actual fan art, but some of it just art that people have sent us links to some really great stuff. I'll kind of mention it as we f- scroll past it, uh, but you can look into our favorites on our Twitter at Sailor Business and you can see all of it marked there. So there's a bunch of questions. So I'm going to go through them relatively quickly. Here's the first one. If there were five senshi on the moon and one killed the others with a rock, would that be fucked up or what? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, what? <laughs> That was the first question we got. Um, why? <laughs> I don't know why. why. Question from, uh, that was from D. Dovham. Uh, also, we were sent, uh, a couple people sent us a picture of Tuxedo Mask in Batman the Animated Series pose, logo pose. Oh, that's, pre- that's pretty good. That was super badass. Somebody sent us a picture of people cosplaying in Sailor Moon characters as a Sailor Moon Star Wars mashup. Darth that's, Vader. That's for you. Yeah, Darth Vader, Tuxedo Mask, and uh, scouts of uh, 3PO, R2, and Chewbacca. Pretty awesome. Okay, here we go. My wife claims... When you say, when you say Chewbacca as a Sailor Scout, it yeah. cannot possibly be what I'm thinking in my head. If you're imagining a fur miniskirt, it is. <laughs> Okay, no, I was I was just imagining like Chewbacca in a no. in a sailor figure. No, go go to our favorites and scroll down. You'll see it. Um, okay, okay. Here's another question from Barely Sushi. Uh, my wife claims to be narcoleptic. How can I make sure the sleepiness is not actually a symptom of a Dark Kingdom plot? Ooh, that's. I mean. <laughs> Well, okay. So the first question is: Has she purchased any new jewelry? Yes. 
Yes, any, especially at like a really big discount. Right, right. Any or really any discounted item, any from a new shop that just popped up because it yeah, could be a uh, clock, it could be it could be anything. That's true. Has as local doll enthusiast Maxfield <laughs> Stanton paid a visit to your home? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good question. These are all signs that it could. be I was that. talking. Uh, I was talking last night uh, to my girlfriend about this, and it's like I want to know what happens when someone from Juban goes to college and they're like in finals and they're talking to their friends. And I'm like, I am so tired. I have not been this tired since I was in that coma in sixth grade. <laughs> and somebody's like, wait, you were in a coma? And they're like, yeah, were you not? Like, does that not happen to everyone in your town? I've been in a couple. <laughs> yeah, I've been like, I've been in like two or three comas. <laughs> like I went to Tokyo Disney once and woke up a week later. <laughs> in, in the ashes of a castle. We got another piece of fan art, actual fan art, uh, d- drawn in Flipnote uh, by Michael Scally. It is a drawing of Chris turned into a tennis ball and me about to eat a hamburger. It's it's the best. Pretty it's epic. Favorite. Pretty amazing. Someone sent us a link to a uh, Sailor Moon parody of uh, t- uh, Taylor Swift's new album cover. Awesome. Awesome. Pretty great. Let's see. Here we go. And uh, Squirrel Girl asks, in the large scope of things, I think Naru hit the jackpot because I know Umino became like the Japanese Mark Zuckerberg. Thoughts? What do you think became of Naru and Melvin in the future? Do they split up? Do they have kids? Etc. Do you think he's the th- Japanese Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> I do not think he's the Japanese Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> he's not. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's not creepy enough for you? <laughs> I like I don't know what Umino does in the future, right? Because we like do we ever really get the feeling that Umino's that smart? <laughs> Well, he he does know computer stuff pretty well in 1992. When I guess when I didn't know computer stuff that well, I don't know about everybody else. That is a that's that's a good point. Like Umino's in the right position to jump on this whole computer thing. He probably, I mean, he yeah, he I probably becomes a programmer or something, don't you think? He he programmed that wedding that Yusagi dating simulator really quickly. Well, he did do that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Katie? I don't know. I could see him being like in a good job, but not like a great job. Yeah. And, you know, he goes to work every day and he comes home most nights or he stays in a capsule hotel and Naru's at home. Just like, man, my life was so much better when my best friend was Sailor Moon. And... Which, why is it so dark? <laughs> because I just... It, I don't want her to end up with him because he's creepy and awful. He is creepy. He is creepy and awful, but he does get better. He did defend her life. I feel like their relationship is built on unstable ground, though. But he, she is absolutely his consolation prize from her best friend. Yeah. And she deserves better than that. I I feel like Sailor Moon, like, as far as, um, you know, do they split up? Do they have kids? Do they, do they stay together? Like, a lot of fiction that is based in high school, and I'm specifically thinking about Harry Potter here. Like, everybody in Harry Potter marries the person they were in love with in 10th grade. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Which is weird. Like, I know I know a lot of people. I know one person. <laughs> I know one couple who have been together since high school. That's it. Like, nobody else. Yeah. And But, like, in, you know, in Harry Potter, in Sailor Moon, like, not only do you meet the person you're going to marry, you meet your destined moon lover well, uh, yeah. from across the centuries when you're 14. So, I feel like I feel like if we asked uh, Naoko Takeuchi, uh, well, I, I guess Naoko Takeuchi probably not, but I guess because the Melvin and Molly relationship, the Umino and Naru relationship, that's not in the manga, right? Oh, like not? that's oh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure that's just in the in the anime because all that stuff kind of happens in the aftermath of Maxfield Stanton, yeah. which is just in the anime. That's true. Uh, I wonder if it's in if one of the short stories. I'm actually flipping through my copy of uh, Sailor Moon Short Stories Volume One to see if uh, they they cover uh, Umino and Naru, but I don't think they do. Like I, I don't know. Like I would like to think they stay together because because you want people you know, to be I, happy. You love them because I want them to be happy. You know, I like to imagine that they stay together and then in like 10 or 15 years, Naru runs into, you know, wealthy amnesiac Maxfield Stanton. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And then they fall in love and they have a torrid affair. Wow. Yeah. How did he come back from death? Yeah. How does (laughs) Katie, he dissolves into glitter. Yeah. But Crystal Tokyo. Well, fair enough. Yeah, it's like where I am in the in the timeline of the show that I'm not watching for the podcast is like in the uh, the the Black Moon Clan stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they just turn them into regular ass humans. Yeah, 
Like, yeah. And it's like, like you have to know Naru's upset about that. Yeah. She, well, like I said, she, they developed healing the episode after they killed him. Yeah. They developed the ability to heal people from stuff. Okay. So maybe, maybe Naru doesn't stay with, uh, maybe Naru doesn't stay with, with Umino. But then Umino is lonely. He'll find some, he'll, he'll end up with the, the queen of, of D. Okay. Look, in, in, <laughs> in 11th grade, Umino takes off his glasses and gets some contacts. Right. And he's revealed to be very handsome. Right. Well, and his apparently, voice changes. Yeah. She did say that. Naoki Takeuchi. She did say that he's a hunk under there. Remember? That is true. That is true. So, she did say he was a hunk. So we got a, we got a wonderful picture from Adam Blackhat of Sailor Mercury, meaning uh, Freddie Mercury dressed in a Sailor Mercury outfit. Pretty amazing Great. drawing. Uh, Chris, this is one. This one is entirely for you. I have no no input on this. Say you had to replace the senshi with wrestlers. Who takes that role? That's from uh, Joseph Zantek. Okay. Well, this is easy because the the current title scene of the NXT Women's Championship is basically just Sailor Moon characters. Nice. Uh, there is Alexa Blue who is a magical girl like she she used to come out and her like they changed her intro music and her intro music used to start with her going uh what was it it was like glamour glitz magic bliss and then she would come out and blow glitter on the on the crowd so she is a magical girl she is uh she is sailor she is sailor moon uh sasha banks of course is sailor mars she's the mean one i would say well bailey actually might be a better sailor moon because she's she likes to hug people she's very friendly let's see uh, I'm kind of done with this question already. <laughs> All right. Uh, Charlotte is Sailor Jupiter. No, uh, Charlotte is, is Sailor Sailor Mercury, and Becky Lynch is Sailor Jupiter. There, that's that is the since you replaced with wrestlers. Okay, good. And Sasha no Banks is actually that. Sasha Banks is actually a big Sailor Moon fan. Oh, like, that's if you cool. follow her Tumblr. If you follow her Tumblr, it's like literally all pro wrestling and Sailor Moon. And she was trying to get people to design her Sailor Moon themed gear uh, a couple weeks ago. Nice. So she 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 is a she is uh, she is on the list of uh, celebrity guests I would like to have on this show. Uh, here's one we can both participate in, uh, but. It actually has a, it started a, a conversation between two people. James D'Amato said to us, uh, if Sailor Moon and Batman were going to have a Brave and the Bold style team up, who would they fight? Connor Blake replied, Gordon has a rainbow crystal in him, becomes a monster that fires lasers from a shoulder mounted bat signal. Uh, James replied, no way, that makes too much sense. He'd be like a bagel monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? If Sailor Moon and Batman teamed up, who would they fight? Not, not to take lead on this question. After taking lead on the last question, no problem. We'll, we'll, I'll, have, um, I'll discuss with you. I feel like I, I do feel like Gordon having a rainbow crystal is a good idea, but I feel like it would like it would have to be a weird pun. Sure. So I think he'd be like a copy monster because he's a cop. <laughs> oh no! But he would make copies of himself. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, or Alfred. And Alfred so would, would be, be like. Good too. Well, Alfred would be a good one, but he would just like what would he have? Like a giant butt because he's a butt. <laughs> Butler. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like I, th I think that's, I don't know, the shoulder mounted bat signal is a pretty good idea. It would be pretty awesome, right? I mean, yeah. or they could fight, you know, Batman villains. <laughs> I guess. No, no. That's look, look, you do not want Sailor Moon fighting Batman villains. I mean, Joker gets like upgraded into a Negaverse uh, monster or something. Uh, J Joker goes into a coma because he, <laughs> he stole some. That, that's it. That's it. Like, it'd be like the Riddler robs oh. a uh, one of Jedi's small businesses. Oh, I was going to say Jedi opens a new asylum in Gotham and it's like, this is the cheaper asylum. Discount oh, asylum. How? How much energy do you think he could harvest from, like, just the hatred of Batman? <laughs> that would be a lot. It would be great. <laughs> I like that version. I like Jedi opens a competing asylum in, in the place, and they send all the criminals there, and he drains That's their energy and fights Batman. Now I really want that to happen. <laughs> like, can we get, like, do you know anyone at Kodansha? Can we get, like, the Kodansha I don't. comic crossover? That almost online? makes me want to say we should do that for our for, for our role-playing game instead of just oh, well, regular is, Sailor Moon. That is uh, James D'Amato of the One-Shot RPG. Yes, it making is. these suggestions. So, uh, Katie, do you have any uh, any ideas on the Batman-Sailor Moon team-up? I, I don't know. I kind of feel like the Black Moon Circus is something that would definitely show up in Gotham. Oh, sure. Sure. Like, that is on their circuit. Does it, <laughs> are the Flying Graysons in it? Or? what <laughs> nightwing has to go undercover in the dark moon <laughs> circus i mean look gotham academy is like one crystal away from being that that's true <laughs> all it needs is one like, all it needs is one magical girl and it will be exactly that comic very good point all right last question uh and this says it's a softball question for you chris oh. 
why are all these questions for me? It's, Nobody it's asked fine. any questions. We have more questions, but we'll save them for next time because we've had so many. Uh, here's a okay. softball question for Chris. Luna DMs a game of Pathfinder. What PCs okay. do the girls roll up? Okay. Um, Mars would be... Mars would be like a cleric. She'd be like a really bad one. <laughs> What do you mean? Would, I mean, like, she would never heal the rest of the party, right? Like, she would all... Like, <laughs> she'd be like... She would, like, roll herself a cleric, but she'd be like... She'd be like, yeah, I just want to shoot fire at things. And people be like, why didn't you make a sorcerer? Like, so she'd be like, well, I'm religious. I'm a Miko. <laughs> uh, Jupiter would be... Jupiter would be a fighter and would have, like, no patience for anything. She would be, like, the total... Like, she would be the one where Luna would be like, like, all right, you're standing in front of a cave where you've heard this goblins and makoto would be like all right i want to i want to kill ray (laughs) i want to get in a fight with ray Um, uh, venus would be a bard and i think she would be very good at role playing because she is you know she's an actress it's true uh mercury would would be a wizard i think she would also be very good uh because she would be able to like figure out which spell she needed to have prepared like she would be like super versatile and and Uh, like let me guess bubble spell obviously like a lot of (laughs) a lot of uh uh, obscuring mist being cast in that game and usagi would be like usagi would like be like this weird multi-class thing where she'd be like i want to be i want to be a wizard but i also want to have a cool sword and i also want to sing cool songs and i also want to be a sneaky thief and, and so like she'd be the one who would be like going through books finding like third party classes that let her do everything she wanted uh like she would i mean she would still be terrible because like all her dice rolls would be really bad like there's no way they would you know that's true she would botch everything. but like she would want like she would have on paper this ridiculously overpowered character and everybody would be like just just let her like come on luna just let her do it come on luna <laughs> and luna would be like all right it'll teach your responsibility fine i like it and that's that's the from from us talking about playing a role-playing game with sailor moon to sailor moon playing a role-playing game uh, that should be do it for our Sailor Moon questions this time. We've got a couple more, but please send us more questions at Sailor Business on Twitter. We'll be happy to answer them and uh, send us more art. It's going to be super fun. Oh, yeah, there was also a picture of Sailor Moon and Batman teaming up that someone sent us. Uh, Antonio T. Strange sent that. I don't know that he drew it. No, it doesn't look like it. It uh, looks like it's got a signature on it, but I can't tell who it is. But it's up there on our favorites. Go check it out. All right. And with that, I think it is time that we start up this episode, which is Grandpa Loses Control, Ray in Danger, episode 30 of Sailor Moon. And uh, our heroine, for those of you who are just joining us, is Usagi Tsukino. She is 14 years old. She's a cancer. Her blood type is Oh, birthday is uh, June 30th. So that's coming up. So make plans accordingly. Uh, she's five foot. No, she's 4'11". Excuse me. She is not five feet tall. She's 4'11". Uh, and she is secretly the pretty guardian Sailor Moon who fights for love and justice. And she is currently trying to track down the legendary silver crystal by locating all seven rainbow crystals. And... In order to do that, she has some allies. There are four Sailor Guardians now. There's Sailor Moon, of course. There's also uh, Ami Mizuno, the kind-hearted girl genius. There is Rei Hino, the hot-headed psychic. And there is Makoto Kino, the uh, super awesome, uh, amazing cook, great dancer, great ice skater, uh, watches pro wrestling, knows kung fu, gets in fist fights with monsters, and knows the pain of heartbreak. And they are, respectively, Sailors Mercury, Mars, and Jupiter. So as they are tracking down the seven rainbow crystals that will be our team and opposing them is of course the dark kingdom led by queen beryl uh her minions have been whittled down to two we have kunzite and zoocyte aka uh malachite and zoocyte and we have tuxedo mask who is also searching for the rainbow crystals uh in order to accomplish something because someone in his dreams is telling them to gather them up now uh, do you remember what our standings are uh, oh, I think okay. it's, I think it's, it's the dark kingdom has what three now at least because they got, they got blue last time. Yeah. Uh, tuxedo mask has one. Does he have one or two? I think he has, I think he has one. I think the scouts have two. That's too many. Mm-hmm. It must be, it must be two, two and one at this point. That's oh yeah. Cause we're, cause we're only on Roy G B and this is the I, this is the indigo uh, episode. And I wonder who will have it since grandpa is losing control. <laughs> what's the, what's the American name of this episode, Jordan? Uh, Grandpa's Follies? Grandpa's Haven't they used Follies before? Like, Molly's, was Molly's Folly. Molly's Folly in episode? Yep, Molly's Folly. And now this is uh, Molly's Folly and now Grandpa's Follies. Yeah, they were very uncreative. Also, that's some pretty serious victim blaming right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So we open for the first time, I believe this is 
us opening on the Hakawa Shrine uh, or the Cherry Hill Temple, as it is known in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Grandpa is sitting on the roof, and there is a man sleeping on the steps. A hobo of some sort. <laughs> uh, yes. And that is, I thought he had shown up before, but I guess no. not. This is the first appearance of Yuichiro. Yep. Also known as Chad. Chad. Now, Grandpa's on the on the roof just being like, happy. Oh, the moon is beautiful. It reminds me of when I was young. Uh, and then what happens is, in my opinion, Zoysite goes, uh, I was left out of last episode way too fucking much. I'm getting in <laughs> scene one this time. <laughs> What's up? It's, oh, are we, are we 30 seconds in the episode? Okay, hi. I'm going to try and murder you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she shows up and immediately. Uh, he we, shows up. Oh, gosh. I'm brainwashed by, by the Deke sensors. He shows up and says, uh, says, yeah, I'm going to draw this crystal out of you. Uh, spoiler, you've got a crystal in you. That's the deal. Well, the uh, weird thing is he says, he says, as I suspected, <laughs> this old man is one of the seven great monsters. It's like, did you really suspect that? As the crystal told me before I got here is what, what, yeah. what he means. So pulling the indigo crystal out of Grandpa, uh, guess what? Grandpa has some strong willpower. He clamps his hands over his chest and goes, I'm keeping it. He doesn't literally say I'm keeping it. But he, he holds on to it. Uh, he won't let Zoysite pull it out. Zoysite is shocked. Whoa, this old man is tougher than I thought. And then Zoys him off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grandpa, like, don't forget, Grandpa... <laughs> Like he's he's tough he's a tough little man. Well, he gets thrown off a roof by a nega blast or whatever you want to call it. Uh, lands on the ground, uh, which uh, you know wakes up uh, Ray, who runs out. Well, no, actually, technically, it wakes up her her, her uh, what are they called? Ravens. Ravens who wake her up. And, Did you forget uh, what birds? Yeah, are I called? forgot what kind of bird they were. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the ravens attack Zoysite, and Zoysite is like, "I hate ravens. This this is awful." <laughs> And I think in the sub, he's like, I'm not garbage (laughs) (laughs) to the ravens, as though they were confused. Oh, you're not. Anyway, uh, Zoysite teleports Uh, away, and uh, Ray is left picking her grandfather off off the ground when this uh, boy wakes up. Now, there's an interesting thing, because I don't know how late it's supposed to be. And and we've had, like, time is a really weird thing in in Sailor Moon. Like, we've talked before about how Molly will be... Molly was awakened by uh, uh, Maxfield Stanton showing up in her room and using a crystal to strip her. Yes. uh, And then calling, you know, calling Usagi's house, and it not being too late for Usagi to get a phone call. Obviously, Yuichiro is is passed out on the steps, and it's dark. Uh, but Ray is like still in her uh, shrine maiden outfit, oh, that's her true. Miko outfit. So unless she sleeps in that, this is not too terribly late. Uh, but anyway, Yuichiro wakes up uh, with his, and we actually see his eyes, uh, which is a rare sight. Yes, so usually his his hair covers his eyes. We get a close up as he blushes upon seeing Ray. Now, now Chad's an adult. Like, Chad is clearly a grown man. Right? I don't know. It's, it's tough. Well, especially if you go by Chad. Because here's the deal. Okay. Yuichiro. You watched it. We should say, I watched the, the new subtitles and uh, and the new dub, and you watched the 92 dub as well. Yeah. And Katie, I believe you, you just watched the, the new subtitles, right? The, the Viz subtitles? Yeah. Okay. So in the subtitles, Yuichiro comes up and he's like, I'm here because I want to, you know, I want you to be my master and train me. I want to be your apprentice or disciple or whatever they call it. Apprentice, right? And uh, whereas Chad, that is not why Chad is there. Uh, okay. Chad is there because Chad is a rock star who oh, man. just got back from tour and he's uh, he's all nerves because he has severe stage fright. So he's coming to this temple to learn stuff, but but only really because he's a rock star trying to learn to overcome his fears of stage fright, not because he wants to work on this temple for life or or as a career. Uh, so so I would say Chad, especially, you could say he's probably pretty young. I mean, still he's older than her, but he's probably like eighteen. Well, I mean, look, if he's a rock star who has been on tour. I- I mean, I don't want to say like it's not like people recognize him. You know, it's not like Serena Serena comes up and goes, "Oh my God, that's that's Chad." Like they go, "Oh, he's a he's a," and they also when he does sing, he they tell him he's a terrible singer. So he's a singer in a band. Let's say that they they do call him a rock star, but they probably just mean a singer in a rock band. Okay, I feel like I feel like Yuichiro is like he has stubble. Yeah, like you could have stubble at eighteen. Yeah, but it's like it's like sad teens double. Yeah, he has stubble and he does not have parents who are looking for him. Eighteen, like, man, eighteen. Dude, Makoto lives alone. 
I mean, look, That's we have true. talked about this. There are a lot of people. So, there are a lot of school children living alone. Uh, there are so many orphans on the show. It's true. Or, I always just assumed that he was like a high schooler who was like, no, this isn't for me. And just like went off to get religion. Can you do that? Can you just drop out of high school and go to a go to a shrine? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, maybe with your parents' permission, and they were just like, sure. Or if your parents are tragically yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah, tragically. Well, he sees Ray, and he, he is immediately love struck. Basically, yep. he is he is smitten with Ray. Now, again, which... we should mention that we know this is a big departure from the the manga because across the board, people have told us in the manga Ray has no interest in men whatsoever. There's no love interest for Ray. That's and, just and not what it's you, about. Now, am I correct in uh, I have not read ahead in the manga because I'm just trying to keep up with with where we are in the show um so i think it'll be you know a few episodes before we get back on track with that is yuichiro in the manga is he question. does he exist at all let me uh let me click on the on the on the, uh, the wiki and i will check no it doesn't look like he is in the manga from what i can tell no it looks like he's just a a a, 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 a anime character yeah so i mean that, that that's an interesting dynamic that they would change that to where now ray is in a love triangle like mm-hmm. a, a second love triangle. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, she, like, as we know, she's dating uh, Memoru, who is 46 years old. <laughs> and now this uh, aging rock star. He's not this, aging. This and in fact, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. And, and you're right, Katie. That stubble is not, that's not good stubble. That's terrible stubble. Yeah. That's like real patchy, I can't really grow a beard stubble. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, like it's like just random sticks of hair sticking out all over the place. It's not even. Anyway, yeah. I wonder if they they want they felt the need to add him in because they added in the Ray Darian relationship. Yeah, because you don't want like I can imagine that you don't want Ray and uh, Memoru to break up and then just Ray's alone forever and she has like you want her to not be mad at Usagi right, right for stealing her boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, so the fact that she's got another guy that she, you know, maybe likes and who definitely likes her, it helps to alleviate that. Yeah, the, like they're they're creating a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, they're creating a lot of problems that they intend to uh, intend to solve. So uh, the next morning, things are getting weird at the temple. All the girls show up, uh, which is. Like, they're all hanging out before school. Uh, we see Ray in her TA Academy uniform. And Grandpa has tied a blanket around his neck as a cape and is now swinging through the air on ropes and doing flips and laughing. <laughs> And he has dressed Yuichiro up with a similar blanket and outfit and is forcing Yuichiro to also swing through the air on ropes that can only support the weight of a three foot tall old man. <laughs> oh, that's it's funny. <laughs> I, I want what I'd like to do now is divert this to be talking about heights again. <laughs> No, just the fact that you called him a three foot tall old man, that does make me wonder. If you looked him up on a chart, would it be like, yeah, he's three feet tall? Or would it be like, no, that's a metaphor. For, that's just how we draw old people in anime. Like, he's not actually small. I mean, he's like, he's about half the size of Sailor Jupiter. No, he's tiny. Absolutely. But I think that's yeah. just a trope. It's not like, you know what I mean? In the same no, way that I mean, they like, don't become super deformed. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But that is consistent. Like, you're right. You're like right. The, the, the big heads and, and big, uh, you know, cartoon eyes of the scouts, those, those come and go. Grandpa is always like a tiny little man. I know. I guess, I guess the thing is that like, that doesn't mean he was tiny when he, like, you know what I mean? Does that mean he shrank? Because if we did a flashback, would he be tiny? I feel like, like, I feel like if we did a flashback, he would be tiny. He probably uh-huh. lost his shin bones in the war. I was like, I was going to say he is very Cotton Hill. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like, if we saw, if we saw Cotton Hill before the war, like he would be tall. You do. Who's that? Hank Hill's father. Oh, see, Hill. I don't know. See, I feel like. Well, he lost his shins in the war. He killed 50 men. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, did, yeah. didn't, didn't we is, see that no. in, in Ranma? And I can't remember the name of the, the old perverted grandpa character in Ranma. I mean, that, like, it's definitely a thing. Like, where, we see them when they're younger and they're like normal people. <laughs> yeah, where, where old people are tiny. Yeah. It's a thing in this world that you get older and you shrink, apparently. No, it's just, look, it's just how it is. It's in the rules. You get older, you shrink. Uh, a dude in a military uniform shows up floating in the air, tries to pull a crystal out of you. <laughs> All right, wait, let's talk about this, actually. That brings it up another thing. So, Grandpa is a monster. Yes. Oh, uh, you mean, like, not morally. You mean <laughs> he is actually. Sometimes he's a monster morally, but he's literally a monster. Like these people are all literally monsters who have human. Yes. 
And again, no, they're not monsters who have been disguised. They're monsters who have been reborn as humans. Yeah. Okay. That's yes. Like, like Reka was not like a monster pretending to be in love with Andrew. No, no, like, you're right. So, she, well, she was because she lived her whole life as a person. Right. They, they, like, like the like we've had this conversation about the scouts. It's so too, complicated. Like, is is Yusagi Tsukino Mama and Papa Tsukino's daughter? I don't know. Well, but see, now I want to know: Is Ray a quarter monster? <laughs> Race. I mean, that would explain a lot. <laughs> that would explain the temper. <laughs> so there you go. She's a quarter Gigi. Yeah. Oh man, Gigi. We'll get there. Okay. So so Ray tells Grandpa she's being like super cruel with his training because he's not only like making him swing from broken ropes and and jump out of trees, like he's also playing pranks on them. Oh, uh, it's the best prank. So he, <laughs> it's not that good of a prank, but it's a pretty good prank. Uh, y- y- what's his name? Yo. Uh, Yuichiro. Yuichiro swings on the rope. It snaps. He falls down, flat on his face, probably gets a concussion. Grandpa's answer to that is to dump buckets of water over his head going, get up, get up, get up. The girls come up and are like, what are you doing, Grandpa? What are you doing? You're so mean. And Grandpa ends up crying on Ray's chest going, I... I'm so sorry. I just, you know, eventually I'm going to die and it'll just be you to run this temple. I'm just trying to help. And she's like, I'm sorry. It's all right. And, and, and you sure you, yeah. Uh, what is his name again? Say it one more time. Yuichiro. Yuichiro. Why can't I do it? Yuichiro. You can just call him Chad, Chad if you want fine. to, Jordan. I'm going to do it. Chad. Chad gets up and he's like, no, it's true. Like, it's, it's right. You know, he, he's right. I'm going to do this. I'm going to train this. So he goes up to ring this, the ceremonial gong or whatever, where he pulls the rope and the rope <laughs> releases a bunch more water on his head. <laughs> and the grandpa just bursts out laughing and is just like, I got you! I got you! And Which Yusagi also thinks is hilarious. And she's the only one, unfortunately. I yeah, thought it was so, pretty And funny. Yusagi's like, yo, let, like, you gotta, like, you're so serious. You have to have fun sometimes. And Ray's like, no, this is a literal miracle working shrine. Which, by the way, is something we have never seen. Yeah, that's true. We have never seen the shrine work miracles. Although, to be fair, Ray has magic powers. Ray I mean, is yeah, actually she, magical. She does see things in well, the so fire. Well, so is her grandpa, too. Do we Does ever Grandpa see? have magic yeah. powers? I mean, well, I mean, presumably, wouldn't he, wouldn't he have the same psychic powers as like all the other monsters? I guess. You know what? Maybe that's where Ray gets her psychic yeah, powers. That, that is, she thinking. is a quarter monster. You're right. That just solves it. <laughs> it's weird that all the the seven great monsters were reborn at different times. Yeah, that's true. All of a sudden, because, he's older. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, Reka is not as old as Grandpa. No, but Reka is also older than what's the name of the kid who's in love with Ami. I forgot him already. <laughs> yeah, you know, like so did she. Don't worry. Oh, and none of them are are as young as the cat from the ne- from the next episode. Oh, is that the next episode? <gasps> yes, it is. Oh, I love that's that episode. so exciting! That is the best. <laughs> yep. Again, that one's top five. <laughs> yep. Um. So, uh, the only other thing that happens of note in this scene is that Usagi like plotses, like she falls on her back and her skirt flies up. Oh. And uh, Grandpa, like, we see his eyes for the first time. Like, he gets super huge eyes because he's still a super perv. Yep. Accurate. Uh, so then this isn't, no, but that's not, don't say that's all that happens in this scene. There, This is an amazing scene because in this scene, Ray, this is the first time that I remember it happening. Ray is mean to Usagi and the other scouts stand up for her. Uh, yeah. Y- Usagi's on the floor crying going, Ray is mean, literally. That is, I think, what she says. And the others threaten her. Amy stands up to Ray. I couldn't believe it. And of course, Amy's threat to Ray is, if you're going to be mean to her, I'm going to go to cram school. (laughs) So great. Look, she's got she's got one note. She's gonna hit that note real hard. <laughs> but well, the fact that she stands to be up for her, fair, is nice. her going to cram school is like has been dangerous like fifty percent of the time so far, right? <laughs> no, she usually misses out on trouble because she's cram school. Only the one time when she went to what was it, Crystal Seminar? Yes, but now she goes Crystal to OK Seminar, Cram yeah. School. <laughs> I forgot about OK Cram School. <laughs> Oh, okay, crab school. <laughs> yeah, like th- that. That, and she takes Luna with her. By the way, she's Amy like, hey, does? if you're gonna be like this, I'm gonna go to cram school. And she's holding Luna, and she just turns around and walks away. Luna, Luna, uh, Luna likes cram school. And then Makoto just goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to kung fu practice. Whatever. Like you, you two, you two deal with this. Uh, yeah, like you try and shove me, Ray. You try." <laughs> Pretty epic. So, Yuichiro and Ray have uh, a conversation where he kind of attempts to 
confess his love. Um, and it, like this does not sound like what he would say in the American version. So I'm going to defer to you on this Definitely. because in in the Japanese version, he says like, yeah, you know, it's fall. The, the seasons are changing. Uh, moods can change really fast. It's quite easy for the biorhythms of the mind and body to become disrupted. <laughs> like that's a weird thing. Like even for like for Yuichiro, it's a weird thing to say, given like what we know of him. But for Chad, that is really out of character. I don't know. I could see that being a character for both of them, honestly. In this scene in the dub, it, Chad is just going again because again he he's not he's brand new, so he's just going. It's so beautiful here. It's so peaceful here. It's I love it. And they're showing like pictures of the shrine, uh, or they're showing pictures of the area because she because again he's talking about the the season in Japanese, so they've got these beautiful images of the season. So he's just going. Oh, it's so beautiful here. And she's like, and that's and that's where he just I want to stay. I want to stay with him and learn from him because of I'm, I'm afraid. And he's already teaching me about conquering my fears by swinging on unsafe ropes. <laughs> Which, that should not conquer your fears, because what you were afraid of literally happened. <laughs> yes, but he survived it, so in that respect. Now, uh, in our last episode, Katie, you talked about how it was, you know, a pretty accurate portrayal of teenage girls who, you know, crush on guys and, and kind of claim them as their own and, and become rivals. And I know that's a thing with, with, uh, with boys, too. Like, I have friends. I have friends who literally, like, the only fight, they've been best friends since elementary school, and the only fight they've ever gotten into was who was going to like this girl who was a new girl at their school um but this episode is uh, all about uh ray and yusagi being friends and ray's like yeah you know we, we call each other friends but like we always fight like th- and when when things get like this we get really cold to each other mm-hmm. so uh so in in your experience uh is that also something that happens a lot so i have like mixed feelings about how it's portrayed in this episode because yes it happens a lot but no i don't think that it has to i think girls are kind of socialized into that but in this episode they present it as like girls are just incapable of having stable friendships yeah and that bothers me because it's not really true and the fact of the matter is even when usagi sees that yuichiro has a thing for ray she's like oh i want to get them together not because she's has any sort of similar plan not because she's trying to break up her in memory or anything like that. She just sees the opportunity for Ray to be in love and wants her to have that, you know? So I don't know. I think it's, it's again, it's a pretty authentic portrayal of like young teenage girl friendships, but I think they present it as that's the way girls have to be and not like, Hey, you could be better than this. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Hey, you can put your hands on each other's shoulders and give each other the strength to uh, kill queen barrel. <laughs> So, Usagi, as you said, uh, is watching uh, the romance between, the the blossoming romance between Yuichiro and Rei, which Rei is completely, like, brushing, like, Rei seems completely oblivious that there's any pretense of romance. Yes, she does. Uh, She's like, yep, I guess that's why Grandpa's all weird. Uh, But Usagi's watching it, and she's like, oh, he likes her. I got this. And so, she uses the transformation pen. Which which Jordan hates and No, I, I don't hate it. I you know what I love it, but it's ridiculous. And she transforms herself into a fortune teller. Who has a mustache. Who has a mustache. She has a mustache. It's her total normal face and total normal body and with total a mustache. normal hair. Well, less of it. I mean unless it's hitting I mean, under like that tucked hat. Under the cap. That's yeah. a lot of hair under that cap. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And she has a mustache, a mustache on her, a ridiculous, long, thin mustache. And she tells their fortune by throwing a bunch of sticks in the air. Like, I'm not, I like, look, again, we are not super uh, knowledgeable about uh, Japanese culture. So I don't know if this is a thing, but she has a weird cup full of sticks. It must be a thing, obviously. Yeah. That she throws into the air and catches them and then makes an X with them. And then uh, Ray's like, Hey, can I can I speak to you over here? No, can no, you, wait, wait. She says, <laughs> "I." She's going to read their future. She says, "If if you kiss right now, your love will will blossom." She tells them they need to kiss on the spot. <laughs> then Ray calls her aside, and Ray's like, "Hey, uh, Chad, can you can you give us a moment?" Um, Sagi, what are you doing? <laughs> like Ray sees through the disguise, which is I. I mean, look. <laughs> 
the weird the weird thing about it is uh there is a there is a consistent thing where no one can tell who Yusagi is when she uses the disguise pen. Even her father, even when she didn't even change her hair, just goes, Hey, she looks like Yusagi. Yeah. yeah. Like and this time she is has like a I mean, look, we can tell, obviously. But she has transformed herself into another age and gender. And Ray has none of it. It's because she's a quartermaster. Well, but, yeah, she has she has extra sight. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess she has priestess powers. Uh, but the the important thing here is that uh, uh, Ray says we're not friends anymore. See, yeah, you're saying it so calmly. She starts screaming at her, and she does say you're not we're not friends anymore, and it shatters Usagi, and she bawls. And I imagine because he's not that far away. I imagine she goes and she catches up with Chad, and Chad's like, "Did you just make that fortune teller cry?" <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to him? Yeah, like, why did that fortune teller cry, like fall to his knees and start crying and was then comforted by a small cat? <laughs> uh, wonderful. So cut back to Usagi's home where she is uh, inconsolable. Um, she's super sad. Uh, oh, we're not friends anymore. And Luna's just like, no, she's just mad because you were being a dumbass. And Yusagi's like, no, that's not true. It's, we're never going to be friends again. So she's trying to come up with a way to become friends again. And Luna's like, uh, I, th- this is stupid. There's no good answers. So I'm just going to eat this. I'll, she starts eating uh, <laughs> some dai, dai, daifuku, uh, which I looked up. Uh, they are a... Um, a mochi snack. And uh, can I tell you something? Uh, my cat loves them as well. Uh, one of my cats loves them as well. <laughs> my wife really? loves to eat mochi mochi snacks. And yeah, she'll eat them with, with bean paste inside. And uh, my cat Boo will come over and just sit there and lick them and lick them and lick them. It's pretty adorable. And Luna is super happy eating these things. Luna is like, oh, this is really good. And Isagi's just so sad. And she's like, no, no, I'm sad forever. I'm sad forever. She's like, all right, we'll just have one. She's like, all right. And it is the most adorable thing because she's literally like, oh, this is wonderful. (laughs) Immediate (laughs) transformation into joy upon eating a bite of this snack. In 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 the dub, they are cupcakes. Uh, and uh, this immediately gives Yusagi slash Serena the idea that she will take these these snacks to Ray and share them with Ray, and that will make them friends again. Uh, Which for Yusagi, like that's that's a, a big step. Yeah, that's not a like, bad plan for Yusagi to go. Hey, I am sharing my snack with you. Yes, I am sharing my my sweet confection snack with you. I wonder if Ray would have appreciated. Uh, we're not sure, but uh, in the in the English, and dub- that's our act break, by the way, which is hilarious. Yes. I don't know if uh, if I don't think this happened in the dub, but in the, or in the sub, but in the English uh, dub, <laughs> Luna is like, "No, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that." She's like, "No, I'm gonna." And so she goes off, and Luna goes, "Oh, damn it!" I, I, she doesn't say "damn it." She's like, "Oh, I wanted all those cupcakes for myself <laughs> because Luna <laughs> liked them that much." <laughs> It was pretty great. So back at the shrine, there is more training uh, with Yuichiro uh, doing his best to impress Ray. Like that's his that's his motivation. He's doing it. He's doing it all for Ray uh, and swinging directly into trees. Is which the, go ahead. Well, it's it's weird that there is so much like cartoony stuff in the last episode, but there was like this episode is much more slapstick and it's much more like it's much less cartoonishly drawn. Like yeah. there's not a lot of there's not a lot of you know going into the chibi forms or or getting the, the 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 big giant eyes like it's all over the last episode so but this is weird to me because chad is chad is swinging around on ropes in the thing and ray is sitting in the bathtub watching out the window at him a little yeah. weird a little weird what's he gonna do <laughs> okay um also also, also her ravens laugh at him <laughs> when he crashes what do you what do you do in the bathtub <laughs> watch you, don't, guys. you don't lean out the window and yeah. watch people swing around yeah exactly I mean, first of all, a bathtub next to a window is a little weird. Uh, oh, well, what are you going to do? Get a ventilation, man. <laughs> sure. Steam out. Sure, sure. You're, you say so. You say so. Uh, so, uh, Grandpa is doing some praying, and Zoisite shows up. And Grandpa's like, oh, yeah, I knew you'd come back. Let's let's go. You want to throw hands? Let's do this. And they start fighting. Uh, and then we just, like, we just get some Ray in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> Again, pointless. I mean, she is in she is in opaque green water, which is somewhat worrisome. Well, okay, so <laughs> go ahead. In in Japan, the way they do that is that you like shower and clean yourself outside of the bathtub, and then you just soak in the bathtub. But you basically draw one bath a night, and everyone in the family uses it. 
Oh. Gross. Yeah. So, and it's, I think it's usually from like the patriarch down. So it's likely that her grandfather has already used that bathtub. Okay. So this is like just mega gross. What yeah. you say. This is getting gross. That's why it's time. opaque though. It is a green slime that she has made. Fun again. facts about opacity of water. Uh, I do not, I do not like, I do not like those at all. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. That was a bad, that was a bad fact. Yeah. It's, mm, do not enjoy that. Okay. So. <laughs> Grandpa, the, the fight has spilled outside, and uh, his grandpa. What what is that thing that he has? The the, the prayer stick thing. I I, I, I don't know enough about it. I we see it a lot. It's the thing they like beat the fire with it, or they like wave it at the fire, or yeah. It, it is it is a, a thing. And again, I I apologize. Look, look, everything I know about Japanese culture comes from pro wrestling and Sailor Moon. So uh, I apologize if we are just being horribly offensive right now. Uh, I do not know what that thing is. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Harai Gushi. Uh, it's a, a, a shide wand that the uh, the oh. that is used in Shinto rituals. Okay. So there you go. There you go. I went and looked it up. So outside, Zoisite's succeeding now in getting the crystal. Zoisite's like, okay, I'm taking this thing for real. Takes it and Grandpa turns into like a monkey demon. Am I right about this? Uh, Yeah. That's yeah. how you can describe it, right? His name is He's Gigi. A, his name is Gigi. Uh, he is, of course, based in on Gigi Allen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 You know, Kevin Allen, he passed, fortunately, uh, sadly. Let me see uh, if there's a pun about him. No, I don't see anything about I thought it was because he's her, her OG-san. Oh, oh okay. maybe. Her maybe. grandfather. I thought that was, I mean, I, there could be more layers to it, but I thought that was why. Okay. But yeah, uh, so Grandpa turns into a weird uh, ape monster. And he is, a, he is an ape, not a monkey, because he does not have a tail. Okay. And so, Pokemon oh. style, all he says is his name. All he says is GG, <laughs> GG. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Especially when people are asking him questions over and over again. <laughs> he just keeps saying Gigi. So, uh, Gigi starts chasing after... Well, Tuxedo Mask shows up and tries to stop Zoocyte from retrieving the Indigo Crystal. It does not work out. And Zoocyte just, like, after Tuxedo Mask, you know, knocks the crystal out of the air with a rose. Like, Zoocyte just goes over and, like, stomps on the rose, which is pretty great. <laughs> and then Gigi uh, goes on the attack. Uh, Zoocyte has the crystal. Zoocyte bails. And now it's... It's, uh, it's just Gigi at Hikawa Shrine. And Tuxedo Mask also kind of bails. <laughs> like, Tuxedo Mask is like, yeah, I'm sure this will be okay. Yeah, he, he's in it for the crystals. That's it. That is he's also it. like the least effective fighter. That is he's also not true. the best. He, he helps out at critical junctures, but not I mean, he had, that, he had that real good fight with Jedi. No. But like, all of his fights with Zozite have been pretty terrible. So, uh, so Chad is being chased by the monster, and he runs to go help Ray, and then again, we get, he runs, he bursts into Ray's room, she's completely naked, and he goes, I, I saw, I, I saw. But that's not important right now. <laughs> There's a monster, yeah. come out here. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, like... <laughs> Again, like one director really likes the cartoony stuff. One director really likes naked Sailor Scouts. Uh, so that happened. She throws her and clothes thing, on. And the thing is, like to to be perfectly honest, uh, not not to not to, to to be a total perv on the show or anything. There is nothing to see because Ray's hair is super long. That's true. <laughs> like it is super long and wide. It like completely covers her. Yeah. There is nothing to see. Uh. But, like so so weird <laughs> so she throws so on her, her 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 outfit her her uh, temple outfit and uh, she comes out and goes what's going on and she sees the monster and all of a sudden they have to run uh here comes one of the dumbest things in the dub uh <laughs> so they run and chad what is, runs what is the monster called in the dub does, does the monster have a name uh i look on the on the on the episode summary i was just looking at it says its name is pox i don't remember it being said but if, if it did it was really quick and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't say pox 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 it's they cut that out it just roars um so so they're running from the monster and chad runs into a wall uh as he does and in the uh in the dub they decide this is the this is where you need to have a a commercial break. So he runs into the wall and she goes, he's out cold. And then there's a commercial break. And then we come back and we see it again. He runs into the wall and she goes, he's out cold. And then she turns to face the monster and Chad jumps in front of her. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought he was out cold. 
All now, right. <laughs> he doesn't just run into the wall. They get they get propelled into the wall by like No, that's the, the second time. Like at fir- I think I think I think the first uh, time, am I wrong? No, they, they get they get they're running and they get uh Gigi's behind them and Gigi has a uh, a sonic attack like it, that that shoots them into the wall. I thought is that not the second time when he jumps in front oh, of it's, her? Oh, it's both times. It's both, it's both times. times. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah, the first time she says he's out cold and he isn't and then he tries to protect her and then he actually is out cold. Totally stupid. Totally stupid. And he says, I would die for you, Brad. He, d- he does. He <laughs> says, I would like, die you, for you. You did just meet her yesterday. I mean, like, look, that is a very noble sentiment, regardless of when he met her. But, you know, also. I would die to protect you, or I'll die so that you can get away, would have sounded like 10 times less creepy. I mean, it's or, not creepy, yeah, but like less like, obsessive. I'll, I'll try and hold him off. Yeah, that's the sensible way to say it. I'll try and distract him, not like, I, I will die, die for, you. for you. Well, she's like, I didn't tell you to die, so you're not doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> very rational way of looking at it oh my god so <laughs> so that happens uh guess what good news sailor moon shows up uh and she transforms mars does not i don't know why well mars also she tries to use her her priestess power oh first yeah uh, first she does she does the priestess uh yes yeah, she first she finds out the truth she goes to the fire she does a spell she learns she goes like what is this mo- where is this what's going on with this monster what's behind this monster and she which finds is weird out. because they should know at this point yeah <laughs> they should know what all the monsters are but she finds out well listen it's a good thing she did because she she finds out that it's Grandpa, and that's how she knows. When Sailor Moon arrives, uh, and Sailor Moon transforms, Ray's like, "No, don't! It, it's Grandpa." But before that, so wait. But first of all, I want to know why she doesn't transform. It's a monster. Whether you're gonna, no matter what you're gonna do to it, you're probably better off as Sailor Mars. No, guess not. I, I mean, I always thought it was because Chad was there, but I guess he's out cold by that point. Yeah, then he's, he's out, out cold again. Yes, for real this time. Um, <laughs> at any rate, maybe she's worried about her grandfather seeing her. Like maybe she's not sure if he can understand what's going on. That's true. Oh yeah. Yeah, she did was it before this that she tried to talk him out of it like like Amy with uh with her boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah, she tried to talk Grandpa out of it. She's like, if there's anything left of you in there, you gotta fight it. And he's like, Nope. <laughs> Gonna murder you. So what we know is that uh, <laughs> Amy's boyfriend uh, loves Amy more than Grandpa loves Ray, because <laughs> he was he was able to he was able to throw it off. So then Sailor Moon arrives. Like I said, then Serena arrives. She turns into Sailor Moon and she goes, "All right, I'm gonna stop this monster." Hey Ray, check out these, check out these Daifuku. They're so good. You try these. You try these. <laughs> Uh, in the middle of the fight. <laughs> she also just saved Ray's life. Yeah, that's true. And Ray goes, hey, thanks for saving my life just now. And Ray goes, or, or, or uh, you say, he goes, hey, don't mention it. By the way, eat these. They're delicious. Can we be friends again? <laughs> Uh, there's a now, lot of scenes. One thing you, you mentioned that it's not that cartoony. There is one cartoony aspect to it. There's a lot of scenes of ridiculous cartoon running. Yes, yes, there are. <laughs> uh, Ray and Chad were doing it, and now and now uh, Ray and uh, Sailor Moon do it. They just now, run ridiculously, like a Scooby Doo episode. What's weird about this is that Sailor Moon immediately goes for the tiara. She's like, she's like, don't worry, I'm going to kill this monster. And she like starts to take off her tiara to do Moon Tiara magic, right. and which would turn the monster to dust. Mm-hmm. And Ray goes, whoa, 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 that's my grandpa. And it's like, okay, this is the sixth one of these you fought. Like, we can assume that they're people now. Not well. Not only that. Not only why not assume they're people before you do the tiara, but more so that she's baffled by this. Like Sailor Moon is like, what? Oh my god, what do we do? And it's like, what do you mean? You use Moon <laughs> Healing. You've done this. You got this. <laughs> I mean, I would also say, like, maybe just try to use the non-lethal option first, regardless. <laughs> nope. Because people only matter when you know them. Yeah. yeah that, that is true. That is monsters true. do not have rights. I mean, that's true. That's true. You know, we, we've seen that the monsters can live and love. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but... But, you know, then they get turned to dust. Yeah. So, uh, instead of, like... And the other thing is that uh, Usagi doesn't immediately then go, Oh, okay, I'll just use the moonstick. No. Like, they're like, oh, no, what do we do? Oh, and then they have to run again. Uh, Ray gets out a uh, the, the exorcism tag and uh, does a sweet flip over Grandpa, over Gigi, saying, uh, evil spirits be gone, and pops him with the, the tag. And that holds him in place enough. Well, there's something we've never discussed before. Yes. The, uh, the exorcism thing. Because, again, that's one of the things that, well, we now know she has because she's one quarter monster. But in the dub, they call that, like, Mars fireball charge or something like that. Like, they attribute that they specifically make that into a Sailor Scout.
scout mode, even though it isn't one. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. I mean, again, I guess it's because they don't, they just want to say, yes, all of Sailor Mars's powers are, are Mars. There's the, nothing that she does is not Mars to simplify things. There's no, it's, there's no psychic stuff going on. She's calling on the powers of Mars to look, get a vision of, of things and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's a level where I understand that because, you know, uh, American children are not likely familiar with Shintoism. Sure. <laughs> they are not familiar with the practice. So it's probably easier for the sake of explaining it if they just attribute it to superpowers, even though I feel like that is, you know, th- that is reasonably disrespectful. <laughs> reasonably disrespectful. Yeah, it's like, if, like if, if, you know, like, like Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. Like Daredevil's Catholic. Daredevil goes to confession. It would be weird if like in another country they were like, yeah, that's his weird Daredevil cave and his uh, Daredevil <laughs> priest that he talks to. And he, you know, he has to go confess his sins in order to keep his superpowers. <laughs> It's like, that's like I feel like that would never happen. Yeah, you're right. Well, also, like, even before we knew that she was one quarter monster, I always kind of thought that her, like, spiritual powers, even before she became Sailor Mars, were kind of like a symptom of her being a reincarnated Mars princess. Hmm, okay. You know, because they are the spirits of the people that they used to be even before the Sailor Scouts are awakened in them, right? Yeah, I guess. But, like, then, well, I, I guess they each have something that you could consider a superpower, right? Like, like Makoto is, is extremely strong. Uh, Ami is really smart. What's Yusagi have? <laughs> she's super friendly. She has friendship. Yeah, she's super friendship. Come on. That's like, the thing you like most. All of us can have friendship. No, but she's so sincere about it, and not everybody can do that. That is true that is true so speaking of subtext okay. uh we then move on to my favorite romantic pairing on the show oh get out uh I'm sorry, are, are you are you going to deny that there's a spark in this scene Jordan? yes <laughs> yeah well you're wrong wait so did we did we beat the monster no no they, uh i i think yes i think yeah moon moon halation happens okay we didn't say it i mean i just <laughs> want to make sure i mean it's literally the least important thing that happens on the show every week <laughs> Okay, so they heal the monster. Uh, it turns back into Grandpa. He's refreshed. Uh, and in the in the subtitles, uh, Usagi says, "Gramps, be a good guy again." And we just oh, go ahead, go ahead. Which I like. I like. I like that she says, "Gramps, be a good guy." And then before we get to your 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 OTP, uh, <laughs> there's still another scene where you find out that this mochi really is amazing <laughs> because everybody is eating it, <laughs> and they are all just like, "Oh man, this is really good." Like. It has made everything better. Usagi's plan actually worked, except, you know, saving Ray's life probably helped. But, like, now they're all friends again and munching on mochi. Uh, except their friendship become, becomes taunty because Ray gives Chad a kiss on the cheek and then everybody starts teasing her. Yeah. And uh, she also tells him, like, oh, no, you were just dreaming. Uh, I didn't really turn into a Sailor Scout and you didn't really turn into a, uh, like, you know, there, there were no monsters. wasn't a monster. Yeah. You definitely didn't see me naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so she gives him a kiss on the cheek. Everybody spazzes out. Uh, Usagi starts going, "Oh, you're gonna get married." And Grandpa's like, "You're not allowed to date." <laughs> and Chad's like, "We're gonna get married." Oh my god, that, that all happens after. <laughs> no, uh, no, that happens first. Am I wrong? You're watching it, so you'd know. Yeah, but- I'm watching it right now. Like you, you see uh, Makoto and and Amy meet on the street. Oh well, then you know what? They must have reversed it in the American version. I mean, yeah, that's not surprising. But because uh, then. Because it's a random thing at the end of the episode, them showing up. Well, they well, show like, up because everybody of, has to be present so that they can all have a good laugh. And it's also again the power of friendship because they, they show up going, you know, yeah, Ray was harsh on her, but you know, I, but that doesn't mean I should give up on them. Like we should talk to them and work it out. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, Makoto is worried because once there's a once there's a crack in the friendship, it can go away. And Makoto's probably like, yeah, we're probably going to need to be friends uh, so that we don't die. <laughs> In like maybe 16 weeks, about. Because <laughs> it's very smart. That's true. I mean, uh, she's no Amy. But yeah, they, they meet up. They meet up as uh, Amy's getting out of cram. <coughs> and uh, they meet up in the moonlight. Oh, God. It's like, I can't believe you don't, you don't see it. They're such a cute couple. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Makoto's wearing the same outfit she wore to Andrew's house. Yeah, you know, her casual clothes. That, that's her romance clothes. Oh, that's why. okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, do you have a, do you have an OTP in, uh, in, in Sailor Moon? See, it's hard for me because since I watched it when I was so young, like, Usagi and Mamoru still seems like the most romantic thing to me, even yeah. though I know it's really dumb and it's not. <laughs> But, 
Oh. Okay. Well, if you're looking for one, may I suggest Jupiter and Mercury? I'm not. I'm not against it. Like I can see it, but it's not my favorite. You can see it. That he's making it up. I'm not making. I'm not making it up, Jordan. I have, I have been here every week, just like you. <laughs> well, have you guys watched the episode where they dance together yet? Uh, yeah, not for the show, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay. So, I mean, maybe think about that for a second, Jordan. We'll get there. We'll see. <laughs> So yeah, um, Ray also tells uh, Yuichiro, you seem like a dense blockhead, but you're really brave and kind, which, can you even compliment the man? Can nope. you even, like, just give him something? Nope. Not properly. Oh, See, it ends up sweet. So, uh, by the way, so she is still dating Darian, though, at the time. Um, yes. Or Mamoru. And uh, I think she mentions it, or maybe she doesn't. She definitely does in the in the dub mention, uh, I'm with Darian, when Serena's like, eh. Um... <laughs> And then they they all end up chasing each other around. Uh, they they it's it's uh, uh, Usagi being chased by Ray, being chased by Chad, being chased by Grandpa, I believe. Grandpa hitting Chad in the head with a broom, and then uh, Amy and Makoto show up, and they go, oh, "Looks like they're friends again." <laughs> <laughs> looks like everything's back to normal. Hooray! What a wonderful episode. It was fun. That was a good one. Uh, like I said, not, not quite the, the highlight of the last episode, but we get a lot of stuff. Uh, Yuichiro is going to stick around for a real long time. Uh, he is going to be part of the show. Nice to see. Like, it's, it's weird because most of these episodes have been spotlights, right? Like, the, the, whoever gets zapped by Zoocyte with the rainbow crystal always has a connection to someone. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just, you know, the priest that, that Molly encounters, that Naro encounters in the graveyard. Like, that's, you know, the, the Naru spotlight episode. Last week, we got the, the Makoto spotlight episode. We've had the Amy spotlight episode. And this is a Ray spotlight episode, but it's not really. Like, Ray isn't really the character that we're seeing. It, it spotlight again, I think it spotlights that friendship, that quote unquote friendship. And then this is I think this is the turning point for the anime where it goes from Ray is a terrible person that Yusagi has to be around because they are they are, you know, fate has drawn them together to you know what, maybe they are actually friends, even though it started out a little rocky. Well we definitely get by the time we get to Sailor Moon R and uh and the Doom Tree saga, um and wait. we see what's up? I can't wait for that. I love that. Oh that stuff's so great. With the Cardians. That. You don't like oh, Alan do and really? Oh man! No, they're wait. the worst. Oh, oh, I love God. them. I love them. Oh, you're both wrong. But by the time we get to those episodes and we see Ray at school, like when we we get to see what Ray's life is like when she's not just being a uh, uh, Miko, mm-hmm. like there's a lot more sympathy for that. You you know the, the show engenders a lot more sympathy for Ray in that episode. Like so, I think you know we're, we're definitely seeing a turning point for her. Uh, like she at least you know we get to see the aftermath of her yelling at Usagi and, and being kind of regretful about it. You know she she loses her temper and says things she shouldn't but then she you know we get to see her and she's like yeah like i i like this this is a bad situation like i should not have done that but she's really annoying uh so we get to see like we never we only see it from misagi's point of view and this time we see it from ray's point of view which is really interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and again it does a lot to you know does a lot to make us like her a little more agreed uh but i know i learned a lot from this episode good uh i learned about uh uh daifuku did i say that right is that what they are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. learned about daifuku i learned about uh uh shinto rituals and the wands that they use the uh ishide wands uh but jordan yeah what did we learn from the original dub what life lessons did we learn from sailor moon says do we have that queued up we certainly do let me play it now ray's grandpa sure wasn't acting himself today but he has good reason Lots of kids are impatient with older people. Some have hearing problems or can't move as fast as we'd like them to. But they also have years of experiences we haven't had. With all that living comes lots of wisdom and lots of stories about times long before we were born. Don't miss out on what older people have to give us. Sailor Moon says, Bye now! (laughs) (laughs) I love... I love that Serena is like, yeah, Grandpa was acting weird, but he had a reason. You know, old people, they can't hear well, or sometimes their joints hurt. Yeah, sometimes they're possessed by monsters, Serena. Sometimes they're literally possessed by monsters. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. Uh, that is an amazing, like, again, th- we've been on a roll of, like, very good morals. Uh, that, that is a good thing to learn. Like, well, good, again, good morals in a vacuum. <laughs> 
that are unrelated. Yeah. Not completely unrelated, but not exactly what the show actually taught us. Look, go, go, go call your grandma. Ask her some questions about the old days. It'll, it'll be interesting. You're going to regret not having that conversation if you don't. But, oh, that's true. Uh, but what did we learn from this episode? Uh, Katie, what did you learn? I learned you can kill anybody you want as long as there's more than three degrees of separation between you. <laughs> Right. Of course, just turn them to dust. No evidence. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I learned about everybody sharing a bathtub at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) No, they shower first. Okay, I guess that helped. That does help. That does help. Yeah, I still... But it doesn't help that much. I guess it's no different than getting into like a jacuzzi. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I don't know. It just feels weirder. This is going to make me sound like the most pretentious person, but when I was over there... Um, <laughs> I didn't know you'd been to Japan. Yeah, I went. Uh, I did a study abroad there. Did you really? Years ago, I mm-hmm. did not know that. Yeah, it was my minor in college. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, I know stuff. I'm smart. I, I looked. I did never said you didn't. <laughs> I never said you were. I just did not know you had specifically been to Japan, Katie. No, I have, and we stayed in like like a boarding house sort of situation. Sure. And there was a girls' bathroom and a guys' bathroom, and it was basically like a fully tiled room with just a line of spigots along the wall and one bathtub. And so you were supposed to just like shower and then hang out in the bathtub. And it's really nice. It's very relaxing. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I found it very enjoyable. I learned that sometimes uh, old people act a little weird (laughs) and that is likely because they are possessed by demons. Your, like your grandparents may in fact be legendary monsters, which makes you a quarter monster. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm really actually that's true I'm really happy we learned that, that that's how she got her power I feel like we're all a quarter monster if you, if you, if you really get so down to it do we all become full monsters when we're old because then we all would be a quarter monster wait uh, maybe so like that's like do you mean like literally or metaphorically <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to do the math here. Like maybe we increase, like maybe once we're middle-aged, we'll be half monster. And then once we're just old as balls, we're like full on monster. (laughs) But we can tell you stories about the old days. So don't kill us. Yeah. Look, call your grandma, ask her some stories about the old days. And then maybe say, Hey, maybe say, Hey, uh, by the way, are you a for real monster? (laughs) And she'll be like, what are you talking about? Just be like, I'm trying to figure out my ancestry. Are you a monster? Like what? Are, like you were my age. How much monster were you? <laughs> it's all good. Like, to be fair, neither of my grandmothers are with us anymore. So if I was talking to them on the phone, chances are they're monsters. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. So, so what do we think? I kind of like I kind of jumped the gun and, and, and talked about it already. But I do really again an, en- an enjoyable episode. Uh, one that I don't really consider essential. Like it's kind of a throwaway episode in mm. a lot of ways. It's it's definitely filler. Mm. But a lot of good stuff. We gotta meet Chad sometime. And also, like I said, I, I know I think it's pretty vital for that turning point in their relationship, in, in, in uh, Usagi and Ray's relationship. I mean, again, I don't. it's not my favorite episode, but I think it is very good and I think it's important for that reason. I don't know. I don't think it's the turning point it could have been. No? Like, because at the end, it's like when Makoto and Ami get there, they're like, oh, business as usual. And you would think that they would have learned maybe we can be a little bit nice to each other instead of maybe we can be absolutely terrible to each other and still be friends no that yeah that's the lesson the lesson is not we can be nice to each other the lesson is yeah. we're still friends even though we're terrible to each other yeah and i mean to, if you want to get right down to it and kind of nitpick the the episode and and ray's treatment of usagi like it's it's usagi who who comes with the daifuku you know it's usagi who, who tries to make up oh yeah but it's also i mean i don't it's also her that's annoying and <laughs> What? Doesn't doesn't fully understand that not everybody wants what you want for them. That's true. So, I mean, it's I think it's on both sides. They just are people that don't get along. But I would have liked to have seen them, like, learn to get along and then learn how to bicker out of love, you know? Yeah. But that's the kind of friendship that I have. So, I'm, like, sensitive about them. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, overall, not a not, not top-tier material, but but a good episode. One that's, one that's worth seeing. Uh, but that about does it for this episode. And, ooh, boy, next week... <sighs> 
Next week we got a good one. It's gonna be the best. Next week, oh man, so many cats. Next week might be the best episode, and that's me saying it. Much one of the best episodes, not Chris saying that because Chris says that every time. (laughs) This time I agree with him. The great thing about the Rainbow Crystals arc, like I said, they're spotlights, right? Mm -hmm. Because the spotlight is kind of always on Usagi. Like she's she's related to it, and it's about her relationships with characters. But like you know, all the other three scouts each get a spotlight episode yeah. that's that's three right so naru gets a spotlight episode that's four uh now it's time for luna to get a spotlight episode yes. and yes. what do you do with a spotlight episode for a talking cat that um, is also a people you will see next time oh uh, it's so good oh my gosh it's so good I can't wait so uh but you have to wait as do i unfortunately so yes. Make sure to come back for that. Katie, where can everybody find you online before we go? Um, I am at Katie Monster, Katie with a C, and the full word monster, not just a quarter. I'm just owning it. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. And you can find me on Twitter at the ISB. And uh, that does it for this week's episode. We will be back with Loved and Chased, Luna's Worst Day Ever. <laughs> and until then, keep your <laughs> mind on sailor business. Don't listen to her, Grandpa. A pit bull with a toothache's got a better sense of humor.